Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. CrossFit, OCR, running. We talk about all of it. And we are back from a little bit of a, a vacation. We didn't do an episode last week because we were down in sunny Florida. So Soaking uh, up the sun. Yeah. But uh, we do have a few episodes already planned for the next couple of weeks. So we should still be getting back to at least like one a week. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and go to our Facebook page, Instagram page, all that fun stuff. Um, before we get into the episode, if you're listening to us, you probably already know what it's about. We're going to talk about your first OCR race. If you've already run an OCR race, uh, you know, maybe you'll learn something new, but if you haven't and you're looking to do your first one, we're going to help you out. Yeah. I feel like when we were talking about, you know, what to talk about, I was like, (laughs) wait, before we get into deep with our episodes, I feel like we should kind of backtrack and talk about, you know, the stuff that you kind of helped me with. Yeah. And like, um, we have friends and family who, who listen or who have listened to some episodes and have never run one. And, you know, we always have people like, I feel like we, and, and I think this is the same throughout the OCR community. We're always trying to get people to like do a race with you. I know. We're like, yo, come do a Spartan with us or come do a Savage with us, whatever. Like, come try one. So, like, when you're getting those people to do it, just point them this way. Yeah. And be like, here's what to expect. Here's how to prepare. I feel like when I first started, I was, like, intimidated by the, I think, like, the pictures that, you know, are posted after makes it look more, like, intense and serious than it is. Like, you can make your race whatever you want. So if you want to be competitive, great. If you want to, like, frolic through the fields, that's also great. Get get muddy, get (laughs) get dirty, get wet, whatever. Um, So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Before we get too far into it, I do want to mention we will be talking to Corinna Coffin later this week. So she's going to be probably our next episode. Look for that next week. Mm -hmm. Um, right after Memorial Day, we're also going to do a Murph episode yeah. because it's Memorial Day. Right. And, and we're going to do it like once, maybe twice at two different CrossFit, CrossFit gyms. CrossFit places, so. yeah. Um, this is your first Murph. Yep. You've done a half Murph yep. at CrossFit class, but this is your first Murph. This is my, f- I've only done one and that was without a weight vest. So this will right. be my first time with a weight vest. So we'll talk about that. Lots to talk about with that. Uh, and then we will have next month, uh, we're going to have David Magida on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got some events coming up in June. So we're going to talk to him kind of in between events. So we got that coming up as well. So lots to to come, I guess, yeah. in the near future. So, um, But let's start with where to start. Yeah, I was just thinking... Um, cause when we did the, I mean, we did the, we already talked about the Savage Race, but when we were running in the open heat with the GoPro to make our YouTube video, there was a lot that I remember like taking notes mentally, seeing people that were doing open, whether it was their first race or not, but, <laughs> um, 
you know, again, with them, like, wearing sneakers or something like yeah. that. So I, I just feel like it is something to touch upon that, yeah. like, I'm sure we have listeners that are very competitive, but I don't know. I think it's important to touch upon it. Yeah, everybody's starting somewhere different. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what if what if you're, you know, you've seen people who race or your friend told you to listen to this episode because, you know... They're like, come do a race with me and listen to this episode to get started. So what if you don't know what race to pick? Because there's a lot out there. There is. There's multiple types of savages. There's multiple types of Spartans, mudders, other local races. Yeah, lots of local races, apparently. <clears throat> so where where would you suggest starting? I would say like the Tough Mudder 5K because um, it's, again, only a 5K. And it's very... Um, it's a friendly community. <laughs> it's it's a good like, place to start if you're not competitive. Like yeah. If you're just trying to get your feet wet, see if right. you like it. Right. Do some obstacles that aren't difficult and obstacles that people are going to be helping you with, like all over every single obstacle. Like you I mean, I, I don't, you know, even if you go out and do it by yourself, like you are going to meet people and you're going to like fall in with a group and and everyone's helping you over everything. Yeah. Um. Another place to start could be a local race. There's a lot of local races out there. They're a little bit easier. They tend to be a little bit easier. Some of them are harder. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of the ones that Eric has done up in Rhode Island that we've talked about. Those look pretty difficult. Well, yeah, but even like, you know, Empowered, which we talked about, like they had some difficult yeah. things going on too. So, But that's like a good way to kind of dip your feet in the pond, yeah. as they say. Um Literally and figuratively, probably. Oh, <laughs> ponder swamp. Wherever. Jeez. Um, but yeah, and I would say start with a shorter distance. Like you said, the Tough Mudder 5K. Unless you're like a, ru- a runner. Yeah, to a point. I mean, if you're a trail runner. Yeah. Because like you, you're like before you did Spartans and, and stuff. You, right, like I had marathons you, under my right. belt. So doing that 10-mile run is are, not a big deal. No, true, but trails are a lot different than... They are, but when you research the place and you're like, oh, I'm running on farmland right, the entire time. Correct. So, we'll get I mean, that, that kind of, yeah, that, I mean, that'll take us right into it. But yeah, p- picking a race, basically, if, if you're like, okay, Spartan's going to be near me or Savage is going to be near me, but I don't know which distance to do... I would try the shorter distance first. So Savage has the Blitz, Tough Mudder has the 5K, Spartan has the Sprint. Spartan Sprints, the obstacles are, are usually the easier ones, and they're pretty consistent with that. Supers and Beasts, you kind of get into the tougher stuff. Same with Savage. Um, yeah. They tend to take out some of the more difficult obstacles for the, the Blitz. Although the one we were at, the Blitz had the rig and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That, so maybe like, that's gauntlet at the end. Maybe they're changing that a little bit. but. Right. But yes, research. So once you pick a race, do your research. What do we mean by that, Lindsay? Everything. The time <laughs> of year that you're racing. So like what the weather is going to be, the elevation. That's huge. If there will be dogs there. Aww. People bring their dogs to races. That's one of the best parts, I, know. I think. They're so cute. I know. Um, but yes, yeah, so like location is a, a huge one. You need to know, you know... The first one I ever did, we can talk about our experiences. The first Spartan I ever did um, was at Palmerden mm-hmm. in July. 
<laughs> so Palmerton, if you don't know, is a ski place, Blue Mountain Ski Resort. And you, they take you up like one of the Black Diamonds or some other steep hill to get up to the top. And it's literally a mile to the top. That's not, when you say literally, like that's not an exaggeration. Like your your watch goes off at a mile when you're at the top. Yeah, that's why I so said literally. Okay. That's I, what literally. I know people misuse the word. I say literally all the time and I'm exaggerating by like. <laughs> by people, I mean you. But yes, a lot I'm of. Like it literally took me four days to get there. No, lo- it didn't. It took you nine minutes. A lot of minutes. people misuse the okay. word literally. I mean it in the correct way mm-hmm. in case you're a grammar person <laughs> out there. Sorry. My head literally fell off. Like right. obviously it didn't literally fall off. So. Said that one time. Right. That was awkward for everybody. Uh, but July, like I said, weather is a big one. Hot as balls. Yeah, and the, and it wasn't shady. And and guess well, what? Like the time, right, the the morning heats sell out quick. Yeah. Get a morning heat if you can. Yeah. Because you're out there in the afternoon in July, which I think we have to do the super this year in the afternoon. It's gonna be fucking rough. So hopefully it's a cloudy day. And there's a cold front. Speaking of which, remember two years ago when it was canceled because of the thunderstorms? Uh, the sprint was, yeah. yeah that, that was would... crazy. Off topic, though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but elevation, you know, uh, your first Spartan was... DC. Yeah, DC, which Where is was at flat. Maryland International yeah. Speedway. Very flat. It but was it also was, hot that day. It was. It was hot. But it was again, May it was race, flat. May but June. like half of it was in the woods, so it yes. was... And right, but so uh, one of our first Tough Mudders, if not our first, was in PA, and that's like on farmland, so you kind of have rolling hills, but no shade. But it rained that day. That day, correct. So Stop ch- check, pointing at check me. the weather, but but I'm saying if it was hot that day, it was a May <laughs> race. If it was a July race, there's no shade, you're yeah. probably going to be yeah. burning up. So check that out. Um, obstacles. Do some research and find out what obstacles are going to be there. Speaking of what? doing research and finding out what obstacles will be there, follow our YouTube page. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, you're like giving me side eye, like Just I'm take, supposed to know what you're talking the, about. Well, because you're the one who suggested this. I no, said you're right. I said that was a good idea. Sorry. So I'm like, oh, maybe she'll get. The I was hint. thinking about my. She didn't get the hint. My ice cream here. Right. We're gonna make this episode quick so Lindsay can Sorry. eat her ice cream. Um. But go on YouTube. So, like, if subscribe to our YouTube page first, start there. But we only have one obstacle video up right now. So, like, wait, we're newbies. Might not be the best place to start. But if you're doing a Savage race, we did do Savage Maryland. We're going to continue to do them at every race we do this year. We're already signed up for Spartan uh, Tri State mm-hmm. coming up in June, Palmerton Super and Sprint. Yep. Uh, Citizens Bank Park. Yep. And which is a stadium. Which we didn't talk about, but that's if you're like near a stadium and they come up, I would try that. Those are very good beginner races. And it's and good then, if you're like a gym rat. Sorry to use that term, yeah, but like no. it's very different obstacles than the regular one. There's yeah, there's like monkey bars and a rig, which is usually rings and a couple baseballs. But other than that, it's very right. like exercise heavy. Yeah. Slam ball, air bikes, like I think they usually have like a Z wall. So there there's only yeah. a, f- a handful of like the yeah. Grip obstacles. But um so that and Fenway. So those five races at a minimum we will be having on our YouTube page. So follow our YouTube page. <clears throat> but if you don't see it on ours, just go on YouTube, hit the search button, search 
I actually used to always do this just for any race because it, it actually gives you a good preview of the terrain too. Yeah. What you're going to be running on, what it looks like. You, when you look like a place up, if you've never been there, Whoa. you don't know what to like. You build right. it up in your head to like look like something and then you get there and you're like, oh, this is not, yeah. not what I thought. So go on YouTube, look up obstacle videos. They're very helpful, yep. especially for beginners. And like... Spartan's a little easier because they name the obstacle what it is. Other races like Savage and I think Mutter too, like they come up with catchy names for them. So you're like, oh, what's Thor's Grundle? <laughs> like, that's an actual obstacle name. No, so like, right. <laughs> I have found myself many times Googling like Savage Race, Arctic, or Arctic Animas, Mutter. Um, what's theirs? Shriveled Richard. Yeah. Which is a very cold tub, basically. Which I think That's they're, nice. I think they're bringing those back. Bring it now that like COVID stuff is kind of Bring easing it. restrictions, I guess. Um, so yeah, do your research on that kind of stuff. Um, I guess next would be how to prepare, right? Yeah. Like before you even get to the race, the weeks leading up to the race. Uh, where's a good place to start? Um, I guess it depends on your level of fitness, right? Right. I mean, it's very, like, for me, I remember when I finished, because I was, like, just running and then did, like, you know, a few workouts during the week. Nothing, like, crazy. Wasn't throwing weights around. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, my forearms, like, my grip was just shot. Like, I did no grip work, so I feel like that was a big thing for me because I was, I was in shape, you know, like, I was running. Like a bunch of... Yeah, and that was even a Spartan. Right. Which aren't like super grip heavy. Right. And that's what I mean by yeah. that. Like if you're doing a Savage, it's even yeah. worse. But it's I think it's more grip heavy when you're a starter because you're trying these obstacles multiple times. For the first time. Correct. Probably. Yeah. In most cases. But like, you know, like Twister and the Monkey Bars because they're so far apart. Like I've dropped on those and then i'm like i need to try it again i have to try it again so I right think you're that's like i want to get there i'm so close yeah and like you never know like with the bucket carry like i don't think we had buckets not at that time. not at that point no and that's right. when you had to carry it in front of you too yes but like that was one where again it like kills your forearms and you never know how long it's going to be so like you can practice with a bucket as much as you want but when you're actually in a race and it's so long <laughs> to carry the bucket that i mean i think everything just Shot my forearms. Not as long as that uh, log carry for oh my God. Savage Maryland. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, but I mean, that part of that goes oh. back to research too. Like, sure, you want to make sure you're actually exercising and, and stuff leading up yeah. to it. But like, look up tips on rope climb, monkey bars, yep. all of that. There's plenty of videos out there. Yep. Cause, and, and everyone does, yeah, like everyone does monkey bars different. Like some people do like with their hands over under yeah i do i do 90 degrees two hands yeah moving one at a time i've seen people swing you do straight arm two hands at a time yep uh rings same thing i've seen that kind of stuff too yeah i double hand you do single or Uh, like you're gonna single hand this year though relax probably probably yeah um and then yeah rope there are like several different ways to get up a rope um yeah which i i still like I'm stupid when it comes to the <laughs> rope climb. Like, I, that's something I really actually do need to work on. Is not just the rope climb. J hook at oh wow, J hook S hook, all those kind of things. Because yeah. I remember my very first race. Like, luckily, 
um, like I was very experienced with like pull-ups and stuff, mm-hmm. but not experienced with rope climbs. So I just pulled myself up with my arms and then I had to figure out how to get down, which was <laughs> a little tougher. Uh, but yeah, so like I would say if you're doing an open heat, it kind of depends on like the venue, but say you're doing Palmerton or Tri-State or another course where you know there's going to be mountains, find a place to go hiking that's got some ascent and elevation to it and just like go hike for a couple hours. Because honestly, in an open heat in a lot of these races, that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be hiking for a couple hours with obstacles in between. So yeah, like I'm such a road runner, like every everywhere I run is like on the road or on a Got them like at the feet. worst is like a gravel path. Like let's oh. let's relax. So yeah, no, like I went into this thinking like this is great. I'm gonna be able to run. I'm a good runner. And no, like, oh a stick. No, yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, they like there's not even paths in these races. No, like, they a lot of them just, like, like they just take you through trick the woods. you through the woods. Yeah. So you're they're like that bushel of trees looks good. Let's yeah, go through that. Right or <laughs> fucking swamps and right. Yeah, there's a puddle. There's some. Go that way. Skunk cabbage over there. Let's just... <laughs> skunk cabbage. <laughs> through there. Oh, these trees are broken over there. Let's make them jump over that shit. Right. That tree fell down the other day. Let's make them climb it. Let's change the path. Right. Um, yeah, so that's that's definitely something to do. Get used to being on your feet. Um, get used to bushwhacking, I guess. <laughs> Don't bring a machete. <laughs> oh, my God. Like... I mean, we talked about it on the Savage Maryland episode, but that one and a lot of other races that we've been to, especially in the open heats, mud and like thick shit up to your knees yeah. in those open heats that you're like... You know what's the fucking worst, It's hard too? to walk through. When you're like, oh my God. Like you're kind of like zoning out a little bit because you're like, oh my God, I can actually start to run right here. And the people in front of you... Start walking? No. Oh. When they like... Or like fucking trekking through branches and the branch whips you in the face because oh, yeah. you like zone out for a second yeah. and you're like, shit, oh my God. Or how about like when you're you're jogging or if you do jog and then like there are people walking and they hear you coming and then they start running. Yeah. You're like, sir or madam, <laughs> you were walking for 10 <laughs> minutes. You heard me coming. You're like, I got to run. Whatever. Um, so I guess our next thing to talk about would be like what to wear slash what to bring. Yeah. Because there's a photo out there somewhere, probably even on social media, if you look through my page, where I'm literally in basketball shorts. <laughs> For your first and, one. Right. My first one. Basketball <laughs> shorts and Zigtex. Do you remember Zigtex? I don't even know what. Reebok Zigtex. They had is. like the zigzag at the bottom. You own those? I have those old basketball shoes. That were Zigtex that you like so much. Oh, thank you. Anyway, uh, you had trail shoes, right? Because you had me to kind of guide you a little bit, I think. Yes, and I think I remember the first time being like, thank God I have these trail shoes. There's a lot of people out there in sneakers. There's a lot of people out there in sneakers who are like just sliding the fuck all over the place. Yeah. What? I would invest, even if you're like... I don't know if I'm going to do this very long. This might be my only one. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you can find a cheap pair on Amazon. I know that we've said in past episodes, like, invest in trail shoes. Yeah. There's a million things you can do for them, with them. Like, do it. I would say that's probably the single most important thing to have if you're going to be doing races. 
right because you don't even need to race in clothing it's just shoes not really yeah i mean you have to have some sort of clothing to cover things up they might not let you in just parts (laughs) parts and pieces um your bits bits (laughs) and i honestly like I would even go as far as to say, like, go get some. I would even, I would say, get compression stuff. Um, but if not, get some tighter fitting, dry fit moisture wick, like polyester, spandex, whatever that material is. Like, do not wear cotton. Moisture. Do not wear cotton. No. All right, here's what I would recommend as a female trail shoes, high socks like up to your knees because it helps when you're not getting cinders and dirt in your shoes, in your socks. Tie your shoelaces tight as you fucking can or your shoes are going to fall off in the mud. Um, Compression shorts and a compression either like sports bra or tank top. And if you Google like OCR running, every single female you see is going to be in this and there's a reason why they are. It's not just for looks. Right, (laughs) right. The last thing you need is your shit getting caught on barbed wire or dragging through the mud or when you're soaking wet from the dunk walls or whatever and it's weighing you down. It adds 10 pounds, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a reason you're going to get 10 minutes into the race and be like. Same thing with your socks. Don't wear, don't show up in champion cotton socks Mm. or whatever. What was a starter? Do you remember starter brand? Yeah. Why are you bringing up all these brands? I'm just saying. I had a starter jacket. You would. Did you not have a starter jacket? No. Wow. A what? That says a lot about you. I don't even know what you're saying. A starter jacket. What is that? Like your sports team, the big poofy jacket. With the, it was a pullover and it had the sports team on the the front. It was a winter coat. What? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure we could do this anymore. Should we just end the episode This might be our now? last episode. <laughs> um... How do we get off topic like All that? Right, Where I were said we? What to wear for a female? Yes. Male's kind of the same. For a male, I mean, it depends again on the weather. But yeah, like you don't need to wear a shirt. It's a little easier for men. Like you don't need to wear a shirt. But I would get some compression shorts or pants. And don't wear basketball shorts like I did my first oh. one because when they get wet, right. they just get weighed down. And that goes for um, like winter races, cold races too. Because obviously, um, what are we doing in November? Tri-state? Tri-state, yeah. And then obviously Greek Peak, like compression. Winter um, compression stuff. Winter yeah. compression pants. Mm, don't feel free to layer compression, up. Compression, like long sleeves. Um, yeah. I wore Cold a hat. gear. You wore like, and we wore mittens for that too and just like took them off for, for obstacles. Yeah, if you're doing like a Greek Peak. Shove or... them in your sports bra if you're a girl, but like you, you're going to want mittens to run in. You're not going to be able to like hold yourself up in anything like your hands are going to be so cold you need to the first year i did greek peak i tried to do (laughs) i tried to do like my running gloves like my normal going out and about for a run on a 40 degree day or 30 degree day gloves well there's snow there so like as soon as those gloves got wet they were useless and your pictures are all of your my sandbag pictures my sandbag pictures (laughs) i had my hands in my pants luckily i had like a long sleeve compression thing on luckily i pulled it over my hands luckily Pulled it over my hands, and that saved my fingertips. I probably would not have fingertips right now if it weren't Just for that. the tips. Okay. So, um, what to where, bring? where do you stand on no, I'm sitting. hydropacks? Mm, I don't like it. If you're going to do a 
No, like not for a sprint. Relax. They give you water out there. Of you. Sorry. Here's the thing: if you're gonna be walking the whole time and it's gonna be hot, bring one. I don't care how long the distance is. I mean, yeah, like if you're, if this is my first one, I did a sprint at Blue Palmerton in July, hot as hell in the afternoon. We walked a lot. I wish I had a hydro pack. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, we brought one for the Super and the Beast because it was hot and like they had water and stuff out there for you, but not enough. Not enough. Like it's never enough when you're out in the heat all day. Right. Bring some goose and stuff so you don't get hungry. Yeah. Or if you're in West Virginia and don't know what goose are, then <laughs> oh my god, get don't some... <laughs> get me started. Should we give some background on that? That's probably really random. We were in West Virginia for the trifecta weekend right i mean we only did the beast but (laughs) we went into the local sporting goods store i forget what it was called it was literally called like something something it was basically like there it was like a little like west virginian version of like dick sporting goods yeah and we went in and we're like do you guys have any goose and they're like um we have biofreeze it's like i it's the complete opposite of. I was like, I'm not fucking wasting my time even explaining. We're like, what. okay, thanks. Have a nice day. <laughs> like, we're not even looking. Right. And then we go into CVS. And CVS, and like, they had CVS the jelly had bean some ones. Shit before. Well, the sporting. What are they? Like, sports jelly beans or whatever. Yeah. But oh, we yeah. get to the counter, and the lady's like, what are these? I've never, never seen anyone buy these before. Anyone. So, and we were like, people in West Virginia do not use uh, fuel for their runs. And then you got your credit card. And then my credit card got stolen. Yeah. That CVS, that lady, she was probably distracting us. Um, for after the race, I would bring a towel, some shampoo and stuff. Because, like, so I've had times where. Because you get. I'm not didn't. done. No, I'm not done. No. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> not done. I've had times where, like, but you have, I didn't rinse off right away. Shush. You're not. I didn't rinse off right away. And <laughs> you're talking about rinsing off when, like, if if people. So I didn't know that there was like an entire changing area and rinse off station and stuff like that. So I just want to explain that quick before you talk about you your naked stories or whatever. It wasn't a naked story. Oh, okay. So like background real quick coming in real hot this episode well i don't even know if they promote that on their shit i don't really know they have rinsing stations like it's hoses um for you to rinse off and changing areas you can bring your soap yeah whatever duffel bag yeah with your change of clothes you're you know you're changing in a tent with your same gender. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the hoses are like out in the open. So you're like squirting right. it up your sports bra, down your underwear. Um, people get a little cra- crazy there. But um, so that was just the back note. Because like I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. So, so yes, you'll need your towel, your soap. So. But like I've, I've done races where I don't take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't bring like a towel or soap or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll just like rinse off at home. And Trash like you, you take... Yes, absolutely bring we trash bags for all your wet clothes and, yes. s- and shoes and stuff like yes. that. Um, but I, I've done it where I'm like, oh, I'll just rinse off when I get home, which is like hours later typically. Yeah. And like I've woken up the next day and had like a little bit of like a rash somewhere or something because, you know, you're in a... Because your senses you're in a du- Right. But you're in a dunk wall or a pond with bacteria and, and probably piss. pee. Right. So <laughs> rinse off. 
Take, right. it, take advantage. And you want to be like comfy cozy when you sit down and have your beer and like enjoy your metal. And right. Exactly. Come find us and take pictures with us. Um, but yeah, definitely like dry fit stuff, no cotton. But I, I agree. Like compression is not like I f- sure, I guess it looks cool in pictures, but like it's functional. Like people wear it for a reason. What are you talking about? Compression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you check out the episode already? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but barbed wire getting wet, they dry a little bit quicker. Yep. In the in the the heat, if if you're wearing a compression shirt or pants, whatever, and it does get wet, it'll keep you cool as well. Yep. So that's like another little tip. Um, what to expect before the race? So like leading up to the start line, I guess, right? Like when you get to the race. Can I say something? Yeah. On something to bring, because I know that we've done a few races where we've packed like the gummies or a gel or something. Because I feel like when you, you know, like I, I feel like I was active when I did a Spartan, but it still took me like <laughs> two hours. Two hours, right, for a sprint. You're, you're like, right, it's three miles, but like you want to try all the obstacles and you want to try them a few times and you want to finish them or like try different techniques. So And you're not used to running on like single track trail. Yeah, like or... you are going to be out there for a bit. So I would recommend bringing some like. Yeah. That's how we got into that, and then we got off topic because yeah, about the West Virginia thing. Yeah. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, bring that shit. Yeah. All of it. Or you could be like Miller, our friend, who just carried a bag of bacon bag with him. Bag of bacon. <laughs> Why <laughs> like not? At the top of the mountain. He's like, bacon, anyone? Who, who wants bacon? Like, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, I'll take some. Sharing is caring. Right. <laughs> um, but, yes, leading up to the start line. So when you get to the race... Um, most races will tell you beforehand if you're going to have to take a shuttle. If you do, prepare for that. Those are fucking awful. I hate shuttles, but like I would I would definitely get there extra early. Yeah. Um, what do, they say like an hour. Um, I feel like if parking's on site, you don't need to be there an hour. I would say like 45 minutes. Yeah. But if parking's off site and you have to take a shuttle, Google map like how far the shuttle location is to the venue because it's sometimes it's like a 10, 15 minute bus ride. So, yeah. and then you have to wait for a bus. So I, if there's a shuttle involved, I'd probably get there like an hour and a half before you have to go off just to make sure. Some places though, like if you don't care about your start time, a lot of times they'll let you go after if you end up being a little late. Um, but when you get there, they'll give you like a, a little bag typically with like your your timer you'll have a chip timer mm-hmm. more times than not unless it's a mutter because it's not time right um your you'll have band. a beer band yeah don't lose that um some places have bibs and then your time band as well your beer band your time band. your your wave time your yes wave time. not timing band right yeah, and then your, your actual timing chip timing chip which so you have a lot of things to wear <laughs> usually get a friend to help you put the chiming timing chip on chiming chiming chip the timing chip. That's a pain in the ass to put on. <laughs> yeah, it is. And if you put it on too tight, I didn't know this at first because I, I've done it where I put it on too tight and then I raced with it too tight. So I was like, well, shit, now mm-hmm. I put it on too tight. You can go, at least at like most races, you can go to the information booth or a water. Um, I know at, at Spartan, it's like the water station near the start line. Mm-hmm. They will cut it off for you and give you a new yeah. yellow uh, thing yeah. to, to put it on. So. And then you will get your number, which at a, as a, you know, in a Spartan, it's a headband. Um, Savage it's is a bib, a bib which right. is awful. Um, they never stay on. Mutter, 
WhatsApp mother. There's no number because oh, yeah. there's no timing. Yeah. Right. And then you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that that's like one of those things where it's, I mean, it's most most of the time like the number is just to kind of find yourself in pictures. Yeah. Because they sort it by bib number and, and whatever. But um, is there anything else leading up to the start? I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah, so you're going to get all that stuff. Um, right. You're going to walk through like the festival area. Um, but yeah, when you're like, when it's your time to race, you'll have your own little corral. Um, you will have to like jump over a what, one hurdle, two hurdles? Depends on the race. Yeah. Spartan's like a little four foot wall or something. Yeah. So you'll have to Savage, you used to, we didn't have to do it this year. Maybe that was like a a COVID thing, but remember you had to go up like a ramp wall or something like that before. I don't remember. Yeah. There was something. Usually there's some little obstacle at the start line. I don't remember the start. Yeah. Well, it was a couple of years ago. I know. Time flies. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think that's that's it, right? For before the race. Yeah. But then, I feel like, yeah, when you get into the corral, like that's the best part. They give you like that pumped up speech. Here's what I'm going to say about your beer band. Yeah. If you want the beer for after. Put it in your bag. Put it in your car. Don't put it on your wrist and wear it. Yes. Because you'll probably lose it. Like how many times? Anthony has... <laughs> dozens of beer bands that he's so found we, on the though. course right we really do um so like if parking is on site what we typically do and i feel like this works really well is we will park we will go up check in get our little bag with like our bib and our timing chips and all that kind of stuff and then go back to the car and get ready mm-hmm. um, if it's a shuttle there's usually a bag check so like you kind of have to work with it that way but uh, honestly, like if if your car is parked not too far away, which there are some venues that it, it's not too bad, I would just get there like a good hour early, walk up, take your time, like don't feel rushed or anything, check in, go back to your car, get changed, and then go back when it's time to race. Yeah. But after the race, you're going to get a medal probably, a t-shirt, some swag. Headband if it's tough. Headband if it's tough mutter. Um, go back to your car, get your beer ticket. Um, and then enjoy, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that's, I think that's it. Do we miss anything? I feel like. I don't think so. That's like, I mean, we covered the basics. If there's something that we, you think we miss, like feel free to ask us and we'll definitely touch upon it. Yeah. I just want to say episode. something about the festival because they usually have like, you know, food, drinks, beer, like barbecue, whatever, but they also have stands set up and they like will give you free shit. Especially at stadiums. Oh yeah, chapstick, food, like sunscreen. Jerky. We got a we whole. Got that fri- we got a whole tub of collagen yeah, I was before. Just gonna say. Like, go check out the stands. They have good shit. Yeah, they have like good vendors at races a lot yeah. of times. Even some of the smaller yeah, that, ones, I've seen good vendors. That salmon jerky that I had. Ugh. Ew, it was good. You had venison jerky. Yes, that was delicious. They have good and the, stuff though. And the turkey. Yeah. 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 Um, but on top of that, you do typically. Get like at least like a banana, um, granola bar, a water, like at the end, yeah. you know, to kind of rehydrate a little bit. But, oh, um, the one thing I want to say is, is after the race, if it is your first one, expect to be sore the next day. Um, Like you got hit by a train I, sore. <laughs> not even joking. No. Like I know after my first, my first one, like yeah. I was sore everywhere. I honestly, I was, I was at the point of sore 
where like I thought I was sick. Like I thought I had like a fever or something. You know what I mean? You ever been so sore yeah. from something that you're like, I can't move. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that. Right. It's like <laughs> oh that God, achy it's like, sore. It's yeah. awful. So uh, it's you're probably going to be sore. So don't plan anything like the next day too crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's a good sore. It is. It's for sure a good and sore. And you can be proud of yourself. And you get less sore each time you do it. Yep. Because I remember, was it 2019? I did the super with you in like the afternoon into evening, mm-hmm. then ran the sprint the next morning. Yeah. And I never got sore that whole weekend. No. I think sometimes if you give your body like not enough time in between. That's how that works. Like, I mean, some people do trifecta weekends and yeah. maybe they just don't feel it till Monday morning. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know how that works. We haven't done a trifecta weekend yet. We'll have to add that to our list maybe in Hawaii if they do Whoa. that again. That would be fun and expensive. Um, but yeah, so there, there you go. I mean, that kind of is your, your intro to OCR and and how to get involved in your first race and and what you kind of need to know. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll definitely be putting up like the, our YouTube videos of, um, our GoPro during all of our races. So check those out if you're looking for races and checking out obstacles. Yep. And, um, again, make sure you listen and subscribe and all that good stuff. But next week we have Corinna Coffin and Murph we're going to have coming up and David Magida is coming up in June. We're also going to have our race. We're going to recap Tri-State New York. We're doing the sprint on Sunday. If you are going, feel free to say hi. Uh, I think Eric's doing, Eric might be doing it. I don't know if he's going to do the podcast with us. We'll see. Um, But yeah, keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. We do have a Facebook page. Just search for Burpee Nation. Follow us on Instagram. You can find that stuff on our website and and all that good stuff. So Good stuff. Good stuff. So uh, we're going to get going, but thanks for listening. And uh, as always, hopefully we see you next time. Bye.